You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, Webcology listeners. The ecosystem of the web marketing world is always changing. Technology, and more importantly, radio is evolving. Introducing the next evolution of radio technology for web marketers, the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen live, download new shows daily, and stay connected through our social media network. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play now. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, October the 18th, 2012. We're halfway through the month of October, and we got a fun show to you today. We are doing live on the air. We're going to be doing a site clinic. So let me just, let me just quickly give, the, give you the background. Um, earlier this week, Dave, I was written by one of our longtime listeners, a Joe Mo- Morgenstern from Wisconsin, who um, asked if... Uh, the Digital Always Media crew would do a review of his website. So we took a quick quick look at it and decided that, you know what, we could give Joe a quick review, although it would cost him, or we could give him a freebie on the air. And um, knowing that Joe is going to be replacing his website with a new one, a new and very much improved one, we thought we'd take a look at the old one because, um, Dave, I, 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 you've seen this already. There's a lot to critique here. <laughs> yeah so that's going to be the crux of the show we're going to be doing that after first break um, but before we get there Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO in Victoria and myself Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media need to talk to you about some things that have been happening this week and uh, Dave I want to start off with a, kind of a controversial one um, it's a sad story to tell and I'm sure most of our listeners are already aware of it uh Late last week, news went around that a British Columbian teenager, Amanda Todd, committed suicide after uh, a couple of years of cyberbullying. Two months ago, she put out a truly painful video 
talking about cyberbullying and the depression it caused, and last week she took her own life. The group Anonymous says that they have fingered one of her tormentors, and they have gone and published his name, his address, and other pieces of identifying information about the fellow without actually tying him to Amanda Todd's misery. So Anonymous has claims that they know who this guy is, and they voted him. And I, while reading the story and thinking heavily about it, I got, I got really freaked out. Um, on one side, I mean, yeah, so somebody is you know trying to go back after a tormentor but you know we have this whole thing of cyber vigilantism and fear that you know my my fear is that what if anonymous is wrong what if you know what if they published the information about the wrong person and this wrong person ends up getting the shit kicked out of them mm-hmm. or ends up losing opportunities now, I don't know if Anonymous is right. I don't know if Anonymous is wrong. What I do know is that there's a mob out there that can point their finger at you. And I'm not trying to defend abusing Amanda Todd or anybody online at all. At all. I was a victim of bullying when I was a child. But I don't know, Dave. What's your take on this story? Well, I think we, we kind of see eye to eye here. And you know what? I mean, we, we have this horribly tainted view of coming, as, as many of our listeners do, um, from, we can debate back and forth, and, and we'll do this on Facebook on the politics of it, but more or less just, um, you know, sort of uh, societies that have laws based on um, innocent until proven guilty. Right, and, and requiring evidence. Now, I mean, we, we look at an organization like um, Anonymous. Do I think it's beyond the scope of them that this information is correct? Oh, no. Right? I mean, I, I think you, know, you, me, we all know that this is an organization that has incredible brains and an incredible ability to dig in and find out whatever the heck they really want to find. I mean, that's, that's why they're, you know, uh, <laughs> well, fun to watch a dangerous organization. Right, because they they can they will find a way to get where they want to get. So, do I doubt that they have the resources to find this out? Nope, I don't. Um, do I do I think that that maybe they they have named the right person? Potentially, I mean, you know, I'd say there's probably a, a pretty good chance that you know the the name and address that they've listed is you know it, it may very well be correct, but. We come from a society, and there's a reason for it, because an individual can always be wrong. We come from a society that needs more information on this sort of thing. You need to prove to me, and you're right. There's a, you know, this bad things are going to happen <laughs> to, to this yeah. individual. Um, and is there enough evidence for us to say that? People will just trust that this is true without going, hey, what's... What's actually behind this? How did you find this out? If they put forth the compelling, an interesting question would be, if they were able to go, and here's how, and list it all out, and it was correct, okay, now would it be okay, right? Or or now would it be a case of going to court? Because vigilantism, 
you know it's going to happen. You're basically asking for it to happen. So, and again, I mean, both of us find abhorrent the the situation that occurred, and 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 I mean, this this poor girl for for basically just one sort of stupid moment in her life um, of not you know thinking ahead and 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 flashing well, her her breasts at, at some guy in a in a she forum was twelve at the time by the way so passing that information around is participating in child pornography oh valid point very valid point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's horrendous, right? I mean, it's, but at the same time, you got to go, what right does, does this organization have to do it? And it's not a debate that you or I or any of our listeners will all have opinions. I have my personal beliefs, but none of us has a solid right answer, right? I mean, this is, we're, we're getting beyond a lot of the scopes where you and I can disagree. We have different, you know, net neutrality, I'll bring it out, you know, where we can disagree and both of us have our points. And I mean, we're, we're now hitting a topic where even I, in my opinion, on whether it would be right or wrong to do this. And, and personally, I think certainly without evidence, it's wrong. Um, if you can provide the evidence, it's, it's, you know, at the same time, I'd, I, I, I'd I'd like this person to, 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 you know, sort of be punished for it, but probably not to the degree that it will happen. Well, I want to jump in here because I want to give anonymous a quick tip or anybody who wants to, you know, associate with the cyber vigilante group. We already have a system in place to dole out punishment for what was a crime committed against Amanda Todd. It's called the court system. Yeah. yeah. Now, frequently, people who transgress against others don't really get punished because the police are unable to gather enough evidence to, you know, to, to give to the Crown or to the prosecutor to, uh, to, to, to make the full case. That happens. I'm not going to say it happens a majority, or my, I have no idea if it happens a majority or minority of the time, but... We all, you know, it happens. Right. Anonymous has very likely prejudiced this case so badly now that there's no way, if, if this guy is the perpetrator, there's no way he can be found guilty in a court of law because the case is already prejudiced. In other yeah. words, they've already damned the best revenge society can get, which is finding somebody guilty in a court of law, hanging that like a scarlet letter around their neck forever and letting people make judgments in the future based on on solid investigative evidence. Now, had Anonymous done the right thing and gotten a hold of the OPP's, Ontario Provincial Police's crime busters or gotten a hold of the RCMP's pedophile squad, then that person would have been prosecuted improperly. And that's what they should have done. They should have taken all of their evidence and I know this is going to sound weird, but worked with the cops. They really should have. It would have been doing a community service. And instead, what I think they've done, in fact, is community harm. Even if this guy did it. It's going to be almost impossible to prosecute him properly now. Well, you're right, and I mean, looking at the other side, what if they had, I mean, I, I understand, we, we know Anonymous, right? Like, I understand perhaps the reluctance to go, hey, here, <laughs> right? Like, as a non, like, viewing it, putting yourself in their headspace to go, you know, should I work with the, the police and law enforcement? Not necessarily an organization that you're anxious to work with, but what an interesting and unique story we would have, and, and that basically would be covered, you know, would, around the world, 
um, if they had, right? Like what, what this could, what we're talking about in sort of a negative and going this or that, or, you know, what if this and, and that, if they had gone the right channels, you know, they, they've, they've done a lot of things that people don't like, <laughs> right? even, even the mass public. And then all of a sudden to have them come out when they can in these events, I mean, it's certainly not going to stop them from doing the, the havoc that they, that they like to do. Um, but, to go out and, and, and do these things every now and then when they can, showing showing the world their strength and power, um, but at the same time going, and you know what, we're, we're, not, we're not here to just create random chaos all the time. We're here to go, you know, or, or, or show weaknesses in the system. We're here to, you know, we're going to use our, our talents and skills and strengths um, for the common good as well, and not in a, gee, we want to get this guy beat up, um, you know, so, you know, he needs dentures next week. But in a, you know, here, let's let's get this job done and, and let's get this guy uh, punished and, and put in jail or, or whatever needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I, uh, it, it may potentially be that they don't trust law enforcement to punish him to a degree that that he would be. I, mean, I think everybody's had that feeling when you see a case come down and go, that's not what should have happened there. Right? And they, they just may not have trusted that that was going to happen to that degree. But, um, you know, anyway, yeah, I, so- I would have been right with it again. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I got to sit on this one again. Um, Anonymous, if you really want to help in a case like this, make it easy for the cops to find the perpetrator. You don't even got to work with them. Just make it easy for them to find it. You know you can do it. But now you guys look like a bunch of goons. And that's not going to help you in the future when you do something that, you know, might actually be helpful to the internet community, because I know that's what you want to do. Anyway, um, speaking of mob mentality, Google stock dropped 8% this morning on a leaked leaked earnings report. Now, later on this afternoon, Google is supposed to release their uh, third quarter earnings report. It's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. They came in $500 million below expectation. Well, they're still making money. They're still turning a profit. Their profit off AdWords advertising is actually getting smaller per quarter. Mm-hmm. So they're not losing money. Don't go there. They ain't losing money. They're just not making it hand over fist as quickly as they were before. And so investors are like, "Wow, that's uh, you're not making money as fast." Um, and <laughs> stocks dropped eight percent this morning on a leak. So. Uh, I think it was Routers who published it. I'm just going to go to the original story. Um, my mistake, it was published on the Securities and Exchange Commission website with a little note that says, uh, pending Larry quote, uh, waiting for a quote from CEO Larry Page. Google's revenues were $11.33 billion in the third quarter of this year. <laughs> what, a, what a number, eh? $11.33 billion. Now, the street expected $11.83 billion, so it's about $500 million short of expectation, but really, what's a few hundred million between friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it's very, very true. Um, and, you know, in some ways, and you and I both know this, the, the world, when it comes to the valuation of tech stocks, is a funny, funny place. <laughs> um, you know, it, where, where you can be showing revenue, you can be showing profit, you can be showing, you know, all, all the all the good things that, that investors would, would otherwise like to see and, and, and still still end up taking a hit. Um, 
you know, I, I don't know about you personally. I think this drop at, at this stage, um, you know, I, I while I think it is silly, and, I, and I, every time I view tech stocks, I'm like, it, it often, you know, Facebook's IPO being the prime example, it often doesn't make sense to me equating the valuation of a company versus what they actually um, earn in, in revenue. Um, to me, and, and again, I'm not an investor. I'm not about to invest. So not giving any investment advice here. But if I was, I may actually view this as as a great opportunity. We are heading into Q4. Well, I mean, we're, you know, in it, but um, you know, Q4 results are, are, are going to be released later. We're heading into their busiest season. Um, they have done some some fairly solid stuff in their um, ad placement versus last year. Quality of the sites listed in the um, paid results are, are better. Um, you know, they've got remarketing going uh, full uh, full steam ahead right now. So, like the remarketing through through adverts, like using remarketing um, ads to show them through AdSense mm-hmm. uh, throughout the web when you land on a site. Um, I, I'm, I have a hunch, if I was an investor, now would be a time I'd be looking at this because I have a feeling that their Q4 is going to be above what Q4 was, and, and we can chat about this when the Q4 earnings are released. I have a feeling their Q4 is going to be above what it was last year. So I think we're going to see, and this is just opinion, I think we're going to see a rebound because I think their um, holiday season is going to be stronger this year than it was last year. You may be right about that, but you are wrong about one thing. If you're an investor and you're looking at Google now, you can't buy a damn thing. They've halted trading. Okay. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> they halted Once trading. it goes and back. Incidentally, stock is now down 9%. When we started this segment, it was down 8%. It's now down 9%. That's funny. I've got the Wall Street Journal up, and they're showing it, and I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, yeah, it's coming in at 9.01 right now, down 9, uh, 9.01. So. so no one's trading Google stock at the moment because you can't. Um, that's kind of unprecedented. And again, this is on a leak saying that they're making $500 million or they're, they're earning a shitload of money a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, now, I, just for investors out there, uh, Digital Always Media is relatively earning a crapload of money um, faster than we were last quarter. So, you know, if you don't <laughs> want to throw it in Google. Um, <laughs> nice little plug. <laughs> Okay, I think we've got time for one more. What else do we... Oh, you know what? I want to I, I, I jump in on this announcement. This is a really cool thing. As of November 1st, preceding Webcology on this network, Search Engine Watch is coming in with their own show, their own weekly news show. Your, friend and my, your friends and mine, Miranda Miller and Tom Craver, two people who've, who've been frequent guests on Webcology, they are going to be hosting... The Search Engine Watch Weekly, the SEW Weekly, um, 1 p.m. Thursdays, starting on November 1st, here on Webmaster Radio. I, 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 I'm so pleased about this. You know, I would like to say I am. <laughs> and here's why I'm not. Okay. Uh, because each week before our show comes up, what's one of the resources that I'm looking at to go, hey, did I miss anything in the news this week? It's already going to be covered right before our show. Oh, bloody hell, I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. Hey, George. Brasco. We need to have a Move him to Friday. <laughs> Friday's at like 5.30 p.m. No. <laughs> no, it's great. And I mean, the thing is, is it's going to force, because we, we can't duplicate, right? It's going to force you and I to listen to yet another show, and it's going to be an entertaining one by, by two people who I, I have a huge amount of respect for and who know what they're talking about here. 
Um, it's going to be a show we're going to have to listen to. And in some ways, it may even give us fodder for what we're going to chat about, giving two more opinions. So it's going to have its pros and cons. Um, uh, well, in that, you know, it is one for of the reasons. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Studio, studio just uh, Skyped me. They'll report it. You guys analyze it. <laughs> That's right. They're like CNN. We're like Fox. <laughs> okay. um, oh, that is the only time I'm ever going to hear you liken yourself to Fox. <laughs> uh, well, pretty much. Except I lost a little bit. Well, anyway, we'll talk about that when we're off the air. Um, do we have time for anything else? Do we have time for another bit? We have maybe another couple minutes for a commercial. What else is happening out there in uh, the uh, world? We got of disavow. Uh, disavow links. Wow, uh, which is is kind of kind of interesting. Uh, over on, hey, wait for it, everybody. Search engine watch. <laughs> um, Danny Goodman has an article out, but uh, you can also go over to YouTube. I was watching, I think it was yesterday, a video by Matt Cutts talking about disavow links. Um, so you can go over to either of those resources um, on Search Engine Watch. It's a Google disavow links tool now added, uh, announced at PubCon. Um, and basically, you know, I, I've, I've harassed them. It was probably a couple months ago, maybe even more, um, that Bing had allowed you to sort of go, hey, these links don't count to my site. Like, basically, you know, I've tried to remove all the links that got me that unnatural links warning, and there's still crap there, and they won't make it go away. Now you can go into Google Webmaster Tools um, and go, these ones are the ones that shouldn't be counted to my site, so they're not going to be weighing for or against you. Uh, to, you know, theoretically, who knows what they're really going to do with the data. So um, about time. Oh, I know. This is, this is, I, I'm really pleased about this. Yep, so am I. And I mean, I think there's some enhancements they could add after the fact, like, you know, hey, send me notification. You know, because, and, and Rand had, had ta- has talked a lot about this, is Rand Fishkin from SEO Moz, for our listeners who may not know who Rand I'm referring to here, but um, had talked about, you know, the, the negative SEO and sort of going against and building crap links to the end. I'd like to see them have like little tools. You should be monitoring yourself, but you know we've seen an unnatural spike. Go, <laughs> go, go, check it out. Um, you know, it'd be nice if they did that sort of stuff through there. They don't, not now, anyway. Well, so, um, you know, you know I'm going to suggest they do, but you have to look at, like you said, you got to look at it yourself. It's, it's webmaster tools, and if there's a spike in your links, well, I mean, that, that you're bound to go look, right? Well, for sure. I mean, you know, and there's tons of tools that'll do it. You and I know to go in and check. I think a lot of people don't, or just. You know, sometimes, let's be honest, the cobbler has no shoes, right? I'm busy doing it for my clients. Yeah. <laughs> it may slip through the cracks um, on, on what I'm doing. So it'd be nice to have that, but, you know, I, I do have a schedule at least once every month. I pop through in Webmaster Tools and make sure everything's still um, still healthy and stuff. So I, I've got a regular routine for it. Everybody else should. I think this is a fantastic, fantastic new, uh, new feature, so... Um, okay. I, I'm looking forward to it. Matt is saying don't use it, though, unless you've got a problem. But you can see that on the video and, and take it from his words and his interpretations. we got to cut to break in a second. Before we do, I want to get one more thing in. Um, we were talking with uh, Kim Krausberg, who's just joined the Internet Marketing Ninjas out of Albany, New York, with Jim Boykin. And uh, yesterday at PubCon, it was announced that Internet Marketing Ninjas have purchased the venerable form Webmaster World. Oh, my goodness. Like, we cut our teeth in Webmaster World, dude. Yeah, I know. That was home. Boykin owns it. Congratulations, uh, Jim Boykin, uh, uh, Brett Tabke, uh, and everyone over at uh, uh, Internet Marketing Ninjas. The growth there. There's a business story in what Boykin's doing. I don't know what it is yet, but you know it's there. And 
it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not uh, not quite sure exactly what he's doing, but... Hey. Oh, I don't know. Don't you live about 80 miles north of exactly what he's doing? <laughs> I mean, think about it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, there's a whole subject we can talk about. Maybe we'll have Jim on one of these weeks and actually get to the uh, get to the bottom line and ask him the hard questions. Of course, now that I said that, he won't come on. But <laughs> I would love that. I would love to. Boy, Jim has been on our show before, I think, years ago. I would yeah, love yeah. to have him back again. He's a fun guy. He and is, on that, is. you know what? We got to take a break. We got. Speaking of fun guys, we have a uh, well, a webmaster from Wisconsin. Trying to rent out cabins, best way he knows how. And we're going to be looking at a uh, website he'd been using and critiquing it in lieu of a new website he's going to be introducing. It's um, rentwisconsincabins.com. People want to go take a look at that website now while we're at commercial break. Do your own quick review. We're going to be coming back with Joe Mo- um, yeah, Joe Mogensen from rentwisconsincabins.com after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. Your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey everyone, we're back here on Web College on Web College on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And uh, today we're joined by Joe. Um, apologize if I if I butcher the name. Joe Morganson. Joe, did I get that right? Uh, it's actually Morganson. There's no R, but it's it's all right. It happens all the time. <laughs> Joe Morganson from Rent. WisconsinCabins.com. And a little bit of background story here. Um, yes, um, it might have been over the, uh, Friday. I received an email from a longtime Webcology listener, from Joe, asking if my crew would take a look at um, his website. He noted that the website was going to be replaced by a new one. And for, uh, for, for, for listeners' benefit, Dave and I have seen it. And I think we both agree that we like it a lot better. Um, 
But we're going to take a look at the old website, because I think there's some instructive stuff in here about what to do, and in uh, some cases, Joe, i got to tell you, what not to do <laughs> when building a website in this kind of market. Um, now, Dave and I have done site clinics at search marketing conferences across North America. I've done easily a dozen of them in my career. Dave, you've probably done at least as many in your career. And... I always start any site clinic I do with the quick statement, Joe, it's nothing personal. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> I love um, that. That's, that's why I want you guys to take a look at it, for sure. Okay. Now, again, I, 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 I want to preface this with, Dave and I have both had the, the, the privilege of seeing the new version of the website, which is in my mind, light, night and day to, to the old version. And I think he's going to do far better in the future than he's been doing in the past. Let's just dive right in, though. Um, another thing I always start a site clinic with is a really basic mantra. You know, like when people do yoga or when they're trying to relax and chant um, and, you know, just get their energy together. For webmasters interested in SEO, here's a really easy mantra to get your energy up. Titles, tags, text, and links. Titles, tags, text, and links. Say it over and over and over <laughs> till it becomes cellular, till it becomes part of your system. Titles, tags, text, and links. And that's kind of the template I want to use when, 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 when looking at this website. Um, Dave, do you want to start in or, or shall I? Uh, you know what, I guess the, the, it, the conversation started with you, so I'll, I'll let you go. But you know what, I have a hunch. We're going to do a lot of back and forth as we just cover point by point, but I think we're going to just totally see eye to eye. So let's go through your mantra. Let's start on title. Okay. Well, here's the title. As uh, seen in the source code, or if you run your, your uh, mouse over the tab in, in, say, Firefox or Chrome, the title reads, Wisconsin cabins, resorts, homes, vacation rentals, cottages, lakefront, waterfront, Northwestern WI, uh, Wisconsin short form, WI vacation rentals by owner, Southern WI, fully furnished homes, cottages, and lodges, rent Wisconsin cabins. That's a mouthful. It's probably a little lengthy. Kind of. <laughs> it, it might be. It might be. Just just a little bit long. Here, and, and, and I'm just going to jump in, and Jim, I, I'm so interested to hear your take, because I don't think we've had this, this specific conversation before. Um, <clears throat> when I'm writing title tags, what's more important, I guess we, we've talked about what it actually is. Let's 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 talk about what the user is actually seeing. What the user is seeing when they click on that title tag, and or, or when they when they first see your site, which isn't going to be on your site, it's going to be on Google, hopefully, you know, or, or one of the yeah. engines. Wisconsin cabins, resorts, homes, vacation rentals, cottages, dot dot dot. Um, so I, I understand that, like my my gathering from the existing title here is that it was done to try and cram keywords in there and, and get every possible permutation. Of, of what right, could right, be um, onto the page. Hey, I mean, I, I, I've I've been in SEO since. Oh goodness, Jim! I don't know when did we first meet. <laughs> we got to go going back to like ninety nine, two thousand, or something. Um, you know, I mean, I, I understand the instinct to do that, and I would be completely remiss to say I've never done that. Um, of course I have. I mean, you know, catch but it would be honest for you to say you haven't done it for years. I, I can be honest saying I haven't done it for years. One of the things to me, and, and I understand that instinct to try and get your keywords, try and rank for as much as you can. We'll talk a little bit later, and I'm sure, Jim, you'll want to discuss this too, about 
okay, but not all, not one page has to rank for every phrase, right? I mean, this Bingo. is why we have different pages. But yeah. um, what's most important to me when I'm writing title tags, um, and I went through on my own site probably about 13 different title tags, so I landed on the one that actually had the highest click-through rate. We're not looking for rankings here. We're looking for visitors. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, and, and, and this title tag does not, I mean, if you look at the number one result being one of your competitors, um, when, I, when I punch in Wisconsin cabins, just one of the phrases, I get Wisconsin yeah. cabin rentals. Am I going to click theirs or am I going to click yours? Right, is, is what it boils down to. So I would definitely recommend, I mean, you need to shorten it up. It, to me, anytime I see a dot, dot, dot on titles or descriptions, I view that as a lost opportunity. Your marketing message was not completed um, because this is your opportunity to tell the visitor what what they're about to find there and to try and attract them. This is where you put that sizzle if you can fit it in there and define what your page is and try and grab them there. Um, this I, one doesn't I, I, grab me at all. Yeah, a quick note, just in case it wasn't uh, clear in what Dave said earlier, the title tag is often what's used as the reference link on the search mm. engine. So the, the right. text that's you know in blue and underlined, you click it, go to the page. That's often constructed by, by both Google and Bing by extracting the title tag from the page. And so since it's the very first thing that the user is going to see, as Dave said, when they, when they come across the, the page on the search engine, it's a marketing opportunity as well as a way of informing the search engine about the content of the page. So I want to throw that in there, Dave, in, in case that wasn't, yeah. uh, wasn't clear to the audience. That's, that's a great clarification, a great clarification. Um, I have found this is a personal experience. It does not work in every case. I've got sites this doesn't work on. I've got sites this does. Um, I had, and this is just advice, you can give it a test, and this is for all of our listeners. Um, I had happened to have stumbled upon a uh, article by a woman who writes titles for books, like those those old things that were like blogs, but for people with attention spans. Stole that from Colbert, oh, yeah. by the way, just to give credit. Um, and what she found, she, she was a linguist and, and had studied linguistics, had found that when people, if the title of a book, in, in her case, but it, it seems to apply pretty nicely across onto the web as well, if the title of the book is four words or less, the human brain will read it at one go. Like it just, it, it, it understands what this is. It doesn't actually have to read it anymore. It takes it in. Uh, as as one thing, if you look at the title tag on my site, it's four words. Um, the click through rate on our top converting phrase tripled um, when we when we chopped that down to four words. And all I had before was just one word in front of it. It was just five words. Yeah, and I'd rotated through. Was it organic, professional, expert, whatever? You know, I played with a, a wide array of them. Took it all out, reduced it to four words, and our our click through rate tripled. And that's because it was easier for people to truly understand what you were doing because they didn't have to read it twice. They got it the first time. They didn't time. have to read it. They, they didn't even have to. If, if what she was saying was right, and it does appear to apply um, into the web as well as in books like, you know, Cole's Bookstore kind of books, um, is that your brain is just, it understands what these four words are. You don't actually have to go through the quote-unquote effort of reading it anymore. You'll just see it. Your brain will take it in, you know, provided that these are words that are in common use. Um, will just take it in and understands what it is without actually having to go word by word through it to read it. Um, so that may be something to do. And then splitting up and going, okay, we've got a page for you know cabins. We've got a page for resorts. I mean, I'm not talking to spam build these landing pages. Like build a page with the listings and a description of what they are. Maybe a description of what makes it different or better or worse than a cabin, right? I mean, these sorts of things. And, and, and create these pages that add value and then target them in there so that if somebody's looking for a 
cabin, they're landing on a page most appropriate to what they're looking for there. They're not having to start a big search function again. Um, and we'll get into your search functionality in, in just a little bit, I'm sure. Uh, or the current. And again, your new site is, is leaps and bounds. So just so our listeners know, you're already working on a lot of this stuff. Um, right, right. But the so but right so right now I'm I'm more treating they may go to your existing site. This is the advice given on on your existing site, of course, um, because that's where where our, our listeners can head to. Um, okay, but we will so chat about the search functionality. Hmm? We st- we still left Joe hanging with okay. all these words that he wants to market to, but now he's sitting there going, "Oh, geez, I'm confused, guys. I know I have all these words I want to market to. What do I do?" Um, my advice is is pretty simple. All pages in your website are created equal, with the home page being a little more equal than all the others. <laughs> they all have a chance to rank. Any page in your site has a chance to rank. If you make it easy for the search engine and their spiders and for visitors, you know, coming from, from other venues like social media, to find those pages. So, as Dave was saying earlier, you can have a page about cabins, you can have a page about resorts, you can have a page about lakefront, um, and a page about uh uh, 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 I don't know, the opposite of lakefront. <laughs> Not lakefront. Um, right. Riverfront. Um, the point being, you can have a page about each of the types of listing explaining why the difference between a cottage and a resort. Um, and both those pages have a chance. Because what you're really looking for is Wisconsin rental. That's the crux of it. It's Wisconsin what rental. You know, and then really that's up to whomever, to the, the searcher, what they want to rent. Would, would you concur, would you concur, Dr. Dave? Um, I'll go on this one and, and in this conversion over. And, and, and Jim, correct, correct me if you think I'm right. I mean, this, this is an area where SEOs may both be right but, but have different approaches to things. In going through that exercise, and I think to me this is, is one of the most important steps because you've got rankings already. Right? And that, that makes you different than a lot of people. Your site's actually ranking fairly well, right? Like punch in Wisconsin cabins. There you are. So that makes any changes that you make. And and I know you know this, that's probably why you, you first connected. It makes any change you make dangerous, right? I mean, there's always, it doesn't matter what you do, change your title tag. There's a risk at at stake. Um, So what I would do, I I totally concur, Jim. That's exactly what I would do. I would break this up and have, you know, just some nice, you know, links, maybe uh, image-based links showing a picture of each one and have cabins and, and, you know, vacation rentals. And I mean, I know there's going to be some overlap in your actual, you know, the listings of the pages because some are going to count under both both categories, but have them that just divides them up nicely for people. But in that process, I would highly recommend before deploying that new strategy, Really tear through your analytics, find out, and your rankings, but, but it's mostly your analytics because mission number one whenever I'm dealing with site redesign, site restructuring is I need to make sure because clients will get ticked off to, even to take a temporary loss, even if there's a long-term gain. People don't like to lose what they have. Fair enough. I don't want to lose it either. So tear through your analytics, figure out what that traffic is, and it may be an in-stages thing. So we may be spreading these things out, and you may have a new cabins page, and that's where you should rank for cabins. And long-term, we might be going, as Jim said, for Wisconsin rentals onto the homepage. Great, makes perfect sense, because people don't know what they want if they're getting that, that kind of general search. But in the short term, you know, you'd want to do that in stages. And stage one would be, okay, let's find that traffic we have. Okay, it's not an ideal situation, but let's make sure this homepage, you know, in the title, shorten it up, 
keep it fixated on exactly what it is you're ranking for now that's driving the real traffic in and then have you know cabins and rentals and, and things like that included in your title tag and optimized on the page while you're waiting for this internal page to, to gain its strength get its crawl um, and, and, and start ranking on its own and then slowly transition over from one to the other because you would hate, and I certainly would too, you do all this change when the new site deploys, you lose all your rankings on the homepage, internal pages aren't even crawled yet or you haven't done link building to them and basically you haven't boosted enough strength for the internal page to rank but you've pulled all the weight off, off the homepage for it. Um, you could end up in a, in a situation where you'd be you know, calling us up in, in three months going, pardon my French, what the hell did you just do to my site? Um, so yeah, I, I would highly recommend a transition. Just make sure that you're you're keeping your traffic there because you already have it just in the short term, but making sure you're keeping that long term to go. My homepage is more important than this. I need more general phrases. I want to rank long term the people searching for cabins on my cabin page, and I want people searching for cottages on my cottage page or lakefront on you know the, a listing of the, the lakefront part, all the ways that people are searching specifically. Uh, making sure that you're you're accommodating them as as best you can, but I'm um, taking into account that short term you may have to create a less than perfect situation, but you'll need to balance that out a little bit on your on your site. Judging from the new design on your site, it shouldn't actually be very difficult to do. We're gonna have to uh, cut to break in just a second. Before we do, though, I just want to want to add one point to what Dave what Dave is saying. Um, of all your descriptive keyword phrases, uh, cabin, cottage, resort, etc., one of them is going to score higher than the others. One of them is going to be the word that people in Wisconsin use to describe the type of property you're trying to rent more frequently than the others. I'd put that on the homepage, given the homepage is slightly more equal than the others. That's the mass market phrase. Okay. That's where you're getting your most, your most juice from. And that, that, that's the way I would do it, um, leaving subsequent ones for subsequent pages. Uh, Dave may or may not agree with that. I'm afraid, Dave, if you don't agree, you're going to have to hold on until after break because we're really pushing the envelope here. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. We're going to be back after these these messages. We're going to go through the rest of of, uh, rentwisconsincabins.com. Just a moment. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Your virtual webmaster frat house. WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. We're joined by Joe Mogensen from Rent Wisconsin Cabins. Joe, we haven't given you a lot of chance to, to speak yet. I guess Dave and I just want to go in and be motor mouths. Um, how's it going? <laughs> no, it's going great. Going great. Hey, I appreciate uh, you know the the contact back and and uh, the invite to the show. So uh, kudos for that. I'd, like I said, I've been a, a long time listener and and uh, appreciate this uh, communication. Well, you know, when you wrote me, I thought we could um, give you a quick and dirty review. We could charge you for a review, or this was probably the best way for for all of us to to. You know, get something out of this. Um, help out a listener. So, you know, and thank you so much for writing. We we don't often get. To, you know, we know we have an audience. We just don't often get to hear from them. Um, so yeah, I thought this was a great way to say thanks for writing us, and and also to you know get some content for Thursday. Um, before we dive into the content itself, I got to ask a couple questions. What what is your goal in running this website? Uh, well, you know, as you have already mentioned, you know, this this phase one is, you know, it, it's exploratory, and it's been that way even though the site's been up uh, and live for uh, a couple years now. But uh, you know, as a as a bootstrapper, you know, I'm I'm one of these guys that uh, you know to try to take in and soak up uh, as much information as you can, you know, from the SEO community, uh, you know, and then and then take some time to implement. Uh, you know, some of the things that, that might make sense, you know, uh, on the website. So as far as, like, uh, uh, you know, the content and that type of thing, you know, you start listening to some of these, uh, you know, SEOs, and it's like, oh, you got to, you know, Google+, Plus, you know, you got to probably, you know, get that installed on your website or, you know, insert it. And, oh, you know, if you're, if you're accredited by the Better Business Bureau, you know, you better get that logo on your site. You know, so it's it's been a build like that, and you know, it certainly shows. Uh, you know, every year uh, things get added, uh, and we're we're just finally now to the to the point where you know we're looking at a, a complete redesign, uh, implementing the things that we've learned uh, the last two years. Okay, how has uh, how's the experience been thus far? As Dave said, you you're you're getting rankings already. You you're getting traffic. Um, are you getting the rentals? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, it's a it's a uh, informational website, so we don't do any booking uh, through our portal. Uh, what we do is we connect uh, vacationers with vacation rental owners uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, we essentially uh, connect them through uh, inquiries or phone calls, 
Uh, we drive traffic to their property business websites. Uh, that's how we kind of show our value, uh, you know, to rental owners on an annual basis, um, you know, in hopes that they, you know, stick around for another year. And, and as traffic grows, uh, you know, their exposure is going to grow and their bookings will increase. Okay, now this, this isn't your, your full-time gig. This is uh, something you do uh, in your spare time. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, see, you're the kind of webmaster I love, honestly. Like, you're, um, you're very realistic about it. You're, uh, you're using this as a supplemental income, which is, you know, it's not to say that you can't make a full-time income being a webmaster. You can. But, I mean, as, as you well know, Joe, it's, it's hard work, and you're never done. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard work, and it is never done. Um, but, you know, it, it is my hopes, uh, actually, if I look at a five-year plan, that, uh, you know, this this vacation rental, uh, you know, template would maybe find its way into other states, and, and perhaps this does become, uh, you know, my, my full-time gig. Okay. Well, um, in thinking that, I want to uh, I want to get back to the review of the site because we're actually we're, we're we're closing in on the end of the show. <laughs> How do we do this? We we'll have to have him on for, to do the rest of the site, eh? Um, Dave Davies, really quickly, let's let's skip tags. Um, the description's way, way important. The keywords, I noticed you put a lot of time into it. I wouldn't bother with that so much for the next site. But Dave, content. Content. Well, I mean, we we've we've touched a little bit on the on the content left. Uh, like a you know splitting it up, building specific pages for each one of these different types um, of rental units. I think to me um, that's the absolute key here, right? Like that's that's where your targeted traffic is going to come in. We've already touched on that, so I'm I'm not going to bother. Um, now, when you know, he sort of does when he longer. does build out these internal sites, he's mm-hmm. going to fix a massive problem I see on this page now on the on the current uh, rent Wisconsin cabins page. Check out the top navigation. We have uh, list your resort rentals, map of Wisconsin rentals, narrow your search, etc. Yep. These are all going off to pages that are not containing sufficient information for Google to rank them. Right. They're not focused enough. And again, there's nothing meaty there. I mean, one of them goes off to a form. These are the primary links off of the homepage. These are the first one Googlebot or Bingbot are going to follow. And right now, they're going to... They might be useful for the purpose of the website, but for informational purposes, for something that Google would want to rank, they're not terribly useful. I think when he starts building out the internal sections of his website, he'll be able to provide his users and, and the search engines you know, a much more informative uh, 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 page. I mean, the goal is still the same. You want to get the phone call to the person who's listing the, who's listing the rental property. But to get that phone call, we want to get the rankings in the search engines or something of interest over, over at social media. So I think he's going to, by building out those pages, he's going to solve what I see as his second major problem, and that's those links across the top nav. Yeah, well, and you can see they're, they're not there in the redesign, um, which, I mean, you know what would be great, and, and Joe, I hope you'll come on. Um, I would love to chat with you again when the redesign goes live and then have a show sort of yeah. discussing some of the, when our, our listeners can actually go see the new one and maybe reference back to this show and, and, and see what, what the changes were. You've made a lot of them. Um, we talked a little bit about 
putting some links through to specific pages. You know, I think they'd fit nicely under the map uh, or under yeah under the the map on your new site. But of course, our listeners don't know um, you know where that's that's located at this point. And it's it's you know still lorem ipsum, so we wouldn't want to send them there at, at this stage anyway because it wouldn't be a great example of you know. <laughs> SEO content. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I think, and I, I'd like to mention this um, really briefly, and it, you've already done it, so to you, I'm going to be preaching to the converted. Um, but for our listeners, just to make sure that they understand that this is that this is important, I think to me the biggest individual thing you have done. I mean, we've talked about those the content, but uh, um, you know that's still needed. But of the things you have done, to me the biggest thing uh, advantage you've done is if I clicked through and I landed at your current site. Um, it's going to take me a couple clicks to do proper searches. Jim's talked about the, the lack of content, but we won't touch on that. As a user, um, you know, I, I might stick around. I may bounce depending on what I'm going to see at number one. And, you know, of course, that fluctuates at somebody above you, below you, exactly who they are and stuff like that. Um, I would have some, some difficulties with yours. I mean, you want to limit those number of clicks. Um, and that was one of the things I was, yeah. I was going to mention first. Now, on your new site, and, and um, I, I look forward to seeing it go live, and I, I'm going to be watching it pretty closely to see sort of what, what happens. And, and I'll be asking you, if you come back on the show, hey, what happened in your analytics? Providing a nice, thorough search function, right? You know, it starts above the fold, um, providing a, a map immediately with... Um, you know the little little markers where um, you know all of the the rentals are. To me, that's the biggest individual thing you've done. We've talked about content and that pure SEO stuff, but things like stick time and visitor experience. I mean, visitor experience obviously wins out because it's it's your visitor, but it does impact the ratings, right? And not just if you have analytics. Google knows when somebody clicked on a Google link, and they know when they're back at Google. So to me, I mean, you definitely need the content to support it and everything. But long term, um, the health here is, is going to be outstanding. Um, in, in that your visitor experience is going to be better. Google's going to see that higher stick time on your site, larger interaction with your site, um, and, and, and your rankings are going to hold much more stable, I think, on this one than, than they would if you maintained it. Your, your current site obviously has worked till now, but with some of the, the recent announcements by, say, Matt Katz about giving um, what's above the fold more, more credit and stuff like that that came out last week, um, I think that the switch you've done here is, is long-term and going to keep you much more stable than your current site would have. We're down to 90 seconds. One thing I want to jump in really quickly. Sorry to cut you off, Joe. One thing I want to jump in really quickly with, if you look down below the fold, you'll see search by location. And you have like this whole list of names here from Arbor Vitae, Arbor Vitae to uh, Woodruff. And all points in between in Wisconsin, drop that. Make that a drop-down menu, in fact, or something. But do not list it like this on the page. Um, Google looks at something like that and goes, oh, my God, that's spam. Every real mm-hmm. estate agent in the world learned this in 2005. Okay, well that makes sense, and I, and yeah, we did we did definitely address that in the the new version of the site. It is in a drop down. Uh, yeah, that's property. a far so better way to phrase it. Okay. Now, um, Joe, we got so much more we could say, but I'm afraid we don't have any more time to say it in. That's um, great. Hey, guys, I appreciate it, and I'd love to be back anytime. Well, we, you know what? What I'd like to do, like, like they said, I'd like to have you back on in say six months' time. I want to see how the new website does because I think it's going to do quite well. Um, great. Well, it's going to be a challenge. Dave, any last words before we got to go? Uh, no, I, I think we, we've covered it uh, covered it thoroughly. Uh, I guess a hat tip and hello to uh, all of our friends who are uh, finishing up at PubCon. And uh, from everything I've heard, it sounds like a good show. And Jim referenced to last week, uh, harass Alan. I want to know how that session was, and uh, I want that slideshow. <laughs> oh, I shall. I oh, Believe me, he's coming back soon. I've got a lot to harass him with. 
Um, okay, friends. Uh, I want to spe- send a, again a special thanks to uh, to Joe from uh, RentWisconsinCabins.com. You were a great sport. Thank you for coming on the air with us, uh, Dave. Fun show. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stick around, friends. We got some amazing stuff coming up on the network uh, in, the, in the next few hours and the next few weeks. And don't forget. Thursday, November 1st, 1 p.m., webmasterradio.fm, the debut of the SEW Weekly. Okay, friends, we're gone for a week. Talk to you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.